0: Welcome to the Bench Squad podcast, your inside look into our beloved fantasy football team, where we discuss anything and everything football. It's a whole lot of talking and a bunch of BS. It's a Bench Squad.
1: You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box, okay? I'm no juice box boy. I'll tell you that. Yes you are. No I'm not. Yes you are. No I'm not. yeah. Sit down.
0: I love, I love, I love, I love. No, no
1: brainer. No brainer. Sit down. No, no. No, no.
0: Welcome to the Bench Squad Podcast. Come on, come on, boys and girls, nerds and jocks, car mechanics and lawyers. If you love the camaraderie of fantasy football, this show is for you. I'm your host, Robin, here with my co host, Jonathan. What's up, everybody? And my other co host, Brian.
1: How's it going?
0: We're going into week eight of the fantasy football NFL season. Uh, it's exciting. We got some teams that are kind of shooting out um, in front of the, the pack and a couple teams that are not doing so hot. Uh, we did a uh, the prediction bet last week, and I lost uh, due to a bet Brian and I made. You can hear that on the last podcast. And because of that, we're going to try something else, uh, something new other than a video. We will be... Picking a word uh, before the podcast, and the loser has to say that word five times without making it too obvious. Um, If you guys can pick out what word that is, uh, figure it out, then send us an email. Go to TheBenchSquad.com and go to the contact page. Send us an email, also send in your predictions, and you'll get a virtual high five from us. (laughs)
1: <laughs> for sure and since I won the bet this word is one that's very special to me so let's see if y'all can
0: figure it out let's get into some of the updates in our league a trade happened between Olden AJ, Green at heart and the Brady Bunch Olden AJ gave Lamar Miller Allen Robinson, Austin Eckler for James mm-hmm. White and Julian Edelman I think overall this was a pretty, pretty solid trade um, a little bit in favor of um, AJ's team uh, what do you guys think? Let's start with Brian well, because this is this is Jonathan's uh, trade. So let's let's start with Brian. What do you think?
1: Um. Yeah. I think. I think um, the Brady bunch probably gave away a little too much here, especially since they're sitting at two and five right now. They've got a. They've got a win now, and so I think this was a really curious move because Allen Robinson's looking like a a little far bet to play this week, and Austin Eckler is actually out on bye. So this is basically just a Lamar Miller for James White and Julian Edelman trade this week, and I don't, I don't think I really like it. But um, yeah, what do you think?
2: Well, I obviously I made the trade because I, you know, I thought it was going to be good for my team, um, and I think for me it made sense because I didn't have room in my lineup to play all three of those, uh, all three of the guys, and um, Lamar Miller I kind of had in on a week that he was off, and then. Um, Honestly, for me personally, uh, I've lost some some trust in him. But the thing that you have to talk about with running backs is volume, um, and he has volume on this Texans team that looks better every single week. Um, he could be a stud. Uh, but at the same time, um, I know that if I have James White, I'm going to be starting him. Um, I'm going to be starting Julian Edelman. And Robinson, Eckler, and Miller were all kind of toss-ups for me, uh, trying to pick out which two of the three to start. Um, and... Joe's team, uh, the Brady Bunch, has room for all three to start, I think, in coming weeks. Um, This week, obviously, not with uh, Eckler on by and and Robinson out by injury, but um, I think they're all going to be starting on his team in the coming weeks, and so um, I feel like it it works out well for both of us.
1: It's great to have you back, Jonas. I'm glad your responsibilities (laughs) have finally cleared up, so it's great to hear your voice again.
2: Good to hear you guys, yeah.
0: Uh, Brian, we had someone send in a trade um, that they wanted us to talk about and give them some advice. You want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, so uh, one of our loyal listeners has uh, submitted a trade, and I'm wondering what you guys think about it. Um, One side will be giving up Nick Chubb, Julio Jones, and Zach Ertz, while the other side will be giving up Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, and Evan Ingram. What do you guys think? It's a full PPR league trade, by the way.
0: Robin, you want to start with this one? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, both sides obviously were giving up um, three separate positions, and it's going back and forth. And if you look at the matchups, just one on one, I think we kind of can see that the Kamara Hopkins Evan Ingram uh, receiver is kind of in the uh, the upside of this trade. But I can see how uh, with with Julio Jones, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't been receiving the touchdowns, but in a in a full PPR league, especially, um, I think he gives he has a lot higher upside than than we might think in our standard league.
1: Yeah, that's true, and I think Zach Ertz is the number one tight end in PPR leagues. But Joners, what do you think about this trade?
2: Yeah, I I just um, it depends how much trust you have in Nick Chubb. He uh, is not going to be the receiving back for the Browns. Um, he's going to get volume on carries, but like I don't, I don't know. It comes down really to do you, um, value Zach Ertz, right? Uh, who plays at a shallow tight end position, who actually does get a lot of points. Um, but I think you know the the Hopkins Jones side of it is pretty even. Um, I might even say like with the Will Fuller ACL tear that the Hopkins um, that Hopkins going to end up getting even more volume on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might even give the favor a little bit to Deandre Hopkins on that one. Um, but Kamara, I have way higher expectations of than Chubb, um, And I don't know if that's worth getting a, getting a tight end, even the best tight end. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think I'd, uh, I agree with you. I think Nick Chubb, especially in a PPR league, I think his value is even more risky. Obviously, you can't go wrong with Camara. I actually do prefer Hopkins even more so than Julio Jones. I feel like Hopkins is looking unstoppable lately. All <laughs> Did ridiculous you see his catches. catch yesterday? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, his catches are absurd, and this that guy. Was,
2: that was no, there was no P.I. on that. I don't know. Yeah. Know, yes. That catch was nuts. Mm-hmm. Literally. So,
1: just, uh, in a sh- uh, in just uh, very quickly, let's uh, hear what side you guys prefer. How about we start with you, Robin?
0: Um. So one other thing, though, I did want to mention is kind of how you have to... It really depends on how you look at Kamara the rest, rest of the season. Um, Obviously, obviously, Nick Chubb is, isn't a proven back, but he has the opportunity. Kamara, on the other hand, has been doing phenomenal, but had a very down week once Ingram came back. Um, if you see Kamara not doing as hot as he has been doing, um, which I think is is the case, even though he still will get the get um, opportunity to score and to and to have those yardage. Um, I can see how the Kamara side can be can take a or the person receiving Kamara can take a hit, and I could see Nick Chubb doing better rest of the season. Do you guys agree or disagree?
1: Damn, that's a hot take. I I don't know if I can see uh. Chubb doing better the rest of the season, especially in PPR. But anything's possible; it's football. Yeah, I, I think we just have to
2: look back and realize like, Kamara got a fewer touches the first week Ingram was back, but he, I think, has clearly taken over as their, you know, their top back. I wouldn't say that, that means he's going to get the most carries, but the most touches per game. Um, I think, I mean, Kamara a top five back for me. Easy, Chubb especially with the state of the Cleveland Browns still I, I don't I don't know he's an RB2 for sure but um, I think that for myself personally uh, Kamara all the way over Chubb
1: all right for sure yeah, so nice. shall we move up into the league matchups now
0: let's do it all right let's get into the matchups we have the Brady Bunch two and five versus Yama Holmes, five and two what do you guys think about this matchup uh, Brian you like Tom Brady over Patrick Mahomes this week or the other way around?
1: No, I definitely am on the Patrick Mahomes side of this ball. I feel uh, Matt Holmes is just, he's been on a roll. He's only scored under 20 points once. And honestly, against a terrible Buffalo team, perhaps Tom Brady just isn't needed as much. And so I could see this definitely being a Patrick Mahomes-sided matchup.
0: Yeah, with Paul being so um, ahead of the Brady bunch um, in, in a very favorable matchup, I think even sitting Deshaun Watson, who got thirty-one points yesterday or two days ago, is uh, still not bad. He'll 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 be fine with Patrick Mahomes, I think. Uh, moving on to the running back positions, um, how's the matchup looking, Jonathan? Um, honestly, I you know you immediately
2: get some buyer's remorse when Lamar Miller puts up a nineteen-point, three-point game um, on Thursday night.
1: Um, about I to think do that, a revenge game over yeah, here. Lamar Miller
0: you know, wants to push the it to the Miami I Dolphins. You,
2: everybody's everybody's listening to our podcast, and every time I do anything against somebody, they are just coming out and and <laughs> um, but really, 133 yards on 18 carries for a touchdown. It's a really efficient game from Lamar Miller. Looks good for uh, going forward. Um, I think when we're looking at you know running backs in flex positions. Uh, if I had to look before, I would have given the edge to Paul, but with a twenty-point game from Lamar Miller, I might give the side edge to the Brady bunch. Um, with Seattle playing against Detroit, uh, who has looked average uh, against um, receivers, and and Tyler Lockett uh, having you know uh, touchdowns in back-to-back weeks, um, I think we could see you know Kareem Hunt uh, being stopped a little bit by the Denver um defense uh or at least slowed down compared to his thirty uh two point week last week. Um I don't think we see a repeat of that. I think that if the Brady Bunch has any chance in this game it's gonna be coming from his main players um running into the wide receivers a little bit. It's gonna come from Michael Thomas, um, Lamar Miller and Christian McCaffrey having big games. Um so I, I'm hoping for the Brady Bunch to pull that out. Uh I don't know what you guys think.
1: Um I think uh Y'all, Mahomes has a pretty good matchup this week. I feel like Lamar Miller getting a nice twenty points definitely helps out the Brady Bunch's cause. But I'm looking at Kareem Hunt against Denver. Denver's not been scary this uh, this whole season, honestly. Yeah. Joe Mixon against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's not scary on the defensive end either. And Christian McCaffrey against Baltimore. Baltimore is quickly becoming that kind of defense that everyone's just avoiding this season. I think they're, like, number four against QBs, number one against the running back, number two against the wide receiver. This defense is scary. And just like the Jaguars' defense of last year and, like, the Vikings' defense of a couple of years ago, I think Baltimore is quickly shaping up to be that kind of defense this year.
2: Yeah, I will say Joe Mixon confuses me a little bit. And, this, and Cincinnati abandons the run really fast. Um, he was running pretty well against Kansas City, but obviously as they fell behind, they were just tossing the ball which could happen again against the Buccaneers if, you know, James Winston gets off to a hot start. Um, I, In my head, I know that Yama Holmes has the advantage. Um, in my heart, I want the Brady Bunch, the giant killer, to come through.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, moving but, on to the, the sure. wide receiver position, um, we have Michael Thomas on the Brady Bunch side uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Paul has the, uh, Yama Holmes has the Vikings defense. Um, do you think that, Michael Thomas is going to have a good game this uh, this week, or is he going to get stopped by the Minnesota Vikings?
1: Um, I think he scored 12 points, sixty yard, or 70 yards, and touchdown against Baltimore and Jimmy Smith and Brandon Carr. That's impressive enough. I know uh, Rhodes for the Minnesota Vikings, he's expected to play this week, so I don't know how banged up he is, but I think even if he's active, I feel like Michael Thomas can still have a very solid day.
2: Yeah, the Saints are just a well-oiled machine on offense For right sure. now. And and they have been all season. Um, and now they're back to full power, right? they got the Thunder-Lightning combo in, in Ingram and Kamara back. They've got Michael Thomas. Um, they've uh, They've got – what's his face? Uh,
1: Traquan Smith.
2: Traquan Smith, right? Like Drew Bruce, they are, 500th you
1: know, touchdown.
2: Drew Brees is looking younger and younger every year. Like he just, <laughs> you know, he gets smarter, and his arm has not been deteriorating as quickly as like Tom Brady's is. So his hairline um,
1: is deteriorating. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that's that's another topic. And you got to take that's, shots a, of it, man. that's a hot
2: fantasy football <laughs> take. It's yeah,
1: very I relevant. Mike
2: Thomas uh, could have a big game, and I think Tyler Boyd could have a big game against Tampa Bay as well. Um, you know, Tyree killed Robert Woods. That's a really great wide receiver duo for Yama Holmes, but um, I think this week I actually feel that the wide receiver advantage goes slightly to the Brady Bunch.
0: Robert Woods is interesting with uh, Cooper Cup still doubtful. I don't think he's going to play this week, Um, but last week, Brandon Cooks, I mean, uh, yeah, Brandon Cooks had a much better game than Robert Woods. Um, Do you think that happening again again against the Green Bay Packers? Brian, let's go to you because we made that bet on Brandon Cooks last week.
1: Mm, For sure. So the LA Rams offense right now is actually one that I'm really interested in seeing and playing out because their red zone offense, Todd Gurley has 18 more carries in the red zone than the next best player, uh, the Mm. next most carries. And so their offensive plan is really clear. And I feel like this will actually, as the season goes on, it'll start limiting the wide receiver um, numbers for the rest of the season because their touchdowns have been long bombs. They haven't been coming in the end zone where you can get consistent targets. And so I feel like for Brandon Cooks's volume, obviously he's a great bomb target. I think his touchdown and yardage can still be sustainable, but I'm a little worried for uh, players like Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods who may not be as much of a deep, th- uh, deep threat and could uh, eventually start getting um, some touchdowns taken away from Todd Gurley. All right.
2: Yeah, I think I think the Rams are just really, really well, like, well, e- like very even across the board right now. Um, Jared Goff, I think, is quietly making a case for an MVP-type season. He's the quarterback, the undisputed leader on, a, on the best team in the league. I um, mean, everybody focuses on Todd Gurley, but his season's been remarkably um, efficient and productive. Um, and so I think that's the hard part with the Rams is that they have so many ways to hit you. Um, sure. You never, you never really know who's gonna, who's gonna pop out that week, and uh, it could be Robert Woods. Robert Woods could have a, you know, eight catch, hundred twenty yard touchdown game, okay? but he could also have a four catch, sixty yard game, and the Rams could still win by twenty one. You know, and so, um, yeah, I think, I think it's hard to know, uh, which is part of why I, I like the Thomas Boyd lineup on the other side better.
0: All right, I agree. Jonathan, who do you have winning this game, Y'all Mahomes or the Brady Bunch?
2: Um
1: so, uh, we all said Y'all Mahomes this week, but
2: Yeah, yeah to go at the head of the heart. I said Y'all Mahomes. Who am I rooting for? I'm rooting for the Brady Bunch. When I'm when I'm thinking with my head, it's Y'all Mahomes all the way. But you know, something in my gut tells me that Joe can pull it out. So hey Joe, I'm rooting for you. Thanks for the trade go win again
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no as i'm uh, looking at these teams more closely i think this one will actually be closer than i initially expected i, I think this is going to be exciting
0: yeah if yeah. there if there's a game this week that you might want to take a, a more risky pick on i think this is the game to choose uh, but yeah unfortunately or possibly fortunately we all picked yama homes to win this game let's yeah. move on to the next matchup Old and AJ Green at heart versus Zeke, Do you love me? Oh, our co-hosts go head to head this week in week eight. Uh, with a five and two record for both of them. Yeah, um, I got lucky because I get Zeke's bye week. So um,
1: and all my all my running backs injury weeks. Oh, it's a little uh, rough.
2: I don't know how like detrimental Dalvin Cook is. Um, oh, obviously but Sony, Sony, and Sony
0: Michelle Marlon and Marlon Mack, I'm week. hoping. I, yeah, I think Sony Marlon Mack's going to play this week.
1: But I, I hope he's not like it'll be, uh, you know, like limited snaps or like oh, just a yeah. uh, worse performance because he's hurt. Hopefully he'll be fine, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, I think the big thing this week is um, I think that James White, you know, I made that trade uh, at the right time. And in terms of, you know, getting myself a win this week, I think James White's going to have a huge week with Sony Michelle out. Um, and, again, the Bills are uh, probably not going to make Tom Brady it out a ton. Um, he loves checking it down to running backs. Anyway, I think James White is the most targeted. I'll, I'll take a bet on that. I think he's going to be the most targeted receiver um, in this game, uh, and I think that that just means it's going to be a huge week for him. So um, I'm looking forward to a week where I – beat brian and i think that's, not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot take how, how many receptions over under
2: uh receptions or targets
0: mm, let's go i don't know what do you want to do uh i'll go
2: i'll take eight and over on receptions
0: eight and over yeah i agree uh, if you. you'll give if you'll give me if you'll give me seven i'll take that too but Brian, what do you think going up against James White this week?
1: Man, I'm um, I'm 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 a little curious right now because I think the Bills are they're not a good team, but I think they are a little bit better than expected. I think they can surprise players that aren't, and teams that aren't ready for them as uh, witnessed by their game against Minnesota. I think they'll be stronger than expected at home, and so I'm hoping they at least put up a fight because they're they're quietly one of the best teams against the against receivers. Uh, Tre'Davious White has been huge for the uh, Bills. They're they're a little bad against the run, and that's especially a problem when other teams get just heavily ahead of you and they just pound it down and waste on the clock. But I think the Bills team should put up a little bit more of a fight than they did against Indiana, and that's what I'm hoping for.
0: So James mm-hmm. White over under eight targets. I say oh targets he gets over 8 targets for sure. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I was
1: going to receptions. Oh, rece-
0: oh receptions, my bad.
1: Receptions. I think actually yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty it's pretty solid number over and under 8 receptions. I'm going to I'm hoping for the under obviously.
0: All right. On the other side on Zeke's team we have Odell Beckham Jr. who had a solid game with a with a End of the end zone touchdown. That was beautiful. Um, he had a he had a good fantasy fantasy game um, this week against the Washington Redskins. What kind of numbers is he putting up, Ryan? How much does he bench?
1: Man, Odell Beckham has been so every single week where I'm blowing out the other team in fantasy, he blows up in points, and then like I have all these extra points I don't know what to do with. And every time I'm in a close game, he puts up dud. So, I think against uh, Washington, and uh, notably his uh, revenge match against Josh Norman, I'm a little worried. Odell Beckham is a very emotional player, and maybe Josh Norman gets in his head, and with Eli Manning's current struggles, I could see him being a diva this week and uh, not really doing much, but hopefully he can uh, come through for me this week.
2: Yeah, and but Norman is not like <laughs> as good as he has in, in the past. He's I mean, he's still one of the premier cornerbacks, but um, I think that odell is the player that i'm most scared of this week uh on your team Uh, um, just in terms of like emotions can go either way like odell beckham's either going to be a diva and get you nothing because he's going to just be in his head against norman all week um or he's just going to go lights out uh i think i think that's what i'm scared of this week is a big week from obj
0: Receiver on the other side of the ball, Julian Edelman, who just got traded to uh, your team, Jonathan. Um, You said James White is going to be the lead uh, in targets this week on that team. So you think Julian Edelman can still have a solid game? I don't I mean, I'm probably being honest. I think Julian Edelman's going to be pretty
2: quiet. Um, I think A.J. Green's going to have a huge game against Tampa Bay. Um, I think Julian Edelman's a little bit quiet, but I've got I'm, I'm going to take him over um, Alshon Jeffrey uh, going against the Jaguars this week. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I think he's going to have a huge game. He could have, you know, four catches for, you know, 50, 60 yards. I think as long as he gets me five or six points, I'm going to be pretty happy with, with his production this week if I'm not, you know, exaggerating anything.
1: Yeah, zooming in a little bit, uh, week six and week seven, he had a touchdown in both of those games. And uh, without those... Um his game would have been pretty uh, pretty mediocre, honestly. And I, I think Julian Edelman isn't a premier red zone target. Um I think he's a great safety valve. Do I see him getting three touchdowns consecutively for three straight weeks? I don't think so. I think this touchdown dropped uh this touchdown stop here for Julian Edelman. Yeah. I will say though, I'm I'm really worried actually about Philip Lindsay this week against Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Royce Freeman is out, and Kansas City sucks against the run and uh, uh, running backs' receivings. So I'm a little worried about Philip Lindsay, and obviously AJ Green against Tampa Bay. That should be a spot where he just blows up. So
2: yeah, you think that Lindsay, like as his touches go up, that he's going to get less efficient, but it just hasn't happened yet. He, as he gets more touches, he's kept the efficiency up. Um, and so against the, yeah, like you said, uh, a really weak Kansas City defense um, and Royce Freeman out. I think that it's and a lot of throwing the ball. Um, it's just going to be a lot of Lindsay action from the back from the backfield.
0: So yeah, Philly, Phillip Lindsay is a phenomenal phenomenal running back. I'm just watching him play um, as the Royce Freeman owner. It just breaks my heart every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in this matchup, I have. Olden A.J. Green and Hart winning. What about you, Brian and Jonathan?
1: Well, uh, Jonas obviously has himself winning. And um, me, man, if Sony Michel, even if just Sony Michel was healthy this week, I'd feel really good about my chances. But trotting out an injured Marlon Mack and Raheem Moster, I'm not entirely confident, but hopefully I can pull it out.
0: Yeah, the, the running backs on your team is a little bit worrisome. Let's move on to the next matchup. Feeling the show versus Alvin and the Pig Tucks. That's my team versus my brother's team. Ooh, baby. <laughs> the four uh, and three, feeling the show against the three and four, Alvin and the Pick I think this is uh, a big game because of uh, just the way our league standings goes. Uh, we're kind of both in the middle of the pack. Yeah.
1: This is an yeah. important yeah. game for both of you guys.
2: And and I and I think a lot of it comes down to um, well I mean Alvin the picktex still has um, Robbie Anderson in his lineup and Robbie's not playing this week so yeah,
1: if you listen to change. this
2: if you listen to this you change that but I I I think um, Robin you've been really good at uh, like making a team that um, maybe wasn't what you expected at the beginning of the season with David Johnson and all that uh, work and, and, get to four and three. Um, I think that Andy's team has been, in my opinion, one of the most underperforming teams, uh, this season, um, in terms of wins and, you know, a lot of it comes down to luck, but you've got Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, Zach Ertz, uh, Aaron, Re- you know, all these people on a team, just when I look at his lineup, I'm like, man, this guy should be five and two, two. Um, and so I'm, I don't know that his luck changes this week. I think you're going to end up winning. Uh, we can look like, at it matchup by matchup, but I just felt like I needed to say like there is a lot of you know you got two top five running backs, you got uh, a, the top two tight end, um, a top ten quarterback. You just would think that that team is is lighting it up, but um, I've been surprised to see uh, Andy at three and four this week.
0: Yeah, he definitely has a solid team just by. When you look at the names, um, he has Aaron Rodgers back this week, back from a bye against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, what do you think, Brian, versus Mike Case Keenum that I just picked up because Matt Ryan is out on a bye this week?
1: <laughs> Man, I think Case Keenum is a bold bet. Um, he, he, had a, he had a really enticing matchup against Kansas City at home. In week four, and he only put up seven points. Obviously, I think he can do better, but it's also going to be at Kansas City, this uh, at the Arrowhead Stadium, and that's one of the toughest stadiums to play at. I think it's gonna be a tough one. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, dutifully outperforms Case Keenum this week.
2: Yeah, I don't know about the Case Keenum pickup uh, pick man. Um, I just complimented you on your management. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Case Keenum has got three weeks this year where he's got fewer than nine points. Um, it just it's worrisome, and they're against not great teams. Uh, except Baltimore. Baltimore, great defense. He put up five points against them. Kansas City and Arizona. Neither of them have looked scary for quarterbacks this season. Um, and you know he's coming off a eight point week against Arizona. I don't,
0: I don't. know. In in terms of quarterbacks, let's look at my options that are sitting on the waivers for a second. We have Joe Flacco against Carolina, Blake Bortles against Philadelphia. Uh, Eli Manning against Washington Redskins, Sam Darnold against Chicago, Derek Carr against Indian, Indianapolis Colts, and Baker Mayfield against Pittsburgh. Would you t- take any of those guys over Case Keenum?
1: Yes. <laughs> the answer, yes. <laughs> I would take a couple of them over Case Keenum this week, but yeah. honestly, yeah, the options aren't that great for sure on the on the waiver wires. But I think I would definitely take a couple over them. Yeah, yeah. Right. The options aren't
2: phenomenal, but I would an easy one for me to take over. I'd, I'd take Joe Flacco for over Case Keenum this week. But.
0: Yeah, he's definitely one of the safer options. Yeah. That is anyway. def- definitely a um, an option I have because I still have a day before I need to set that lineup. <laughs> <laughs> On the running backs, I have David Johnson, Kerryon Johnson, and Latavius Murray versus uh, Alvin Kamara, Tariq Owen, and Isaiah Crowell. David Johnson, um, new offensive coordinator on that team, hopefully will be putting up more points than he has. He hasn't been terrible terrible, uh, in the past few weeks, but I think in terms of uh, where I drafted him and his name, um, it's kind of disappointing.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I was talking about it a little bit in our last podcast, but I think his uh, performance is um, is honestly a little optimistic. He's performing well, and honestly, I don't think the Arizona offense can get any worse, knock on wood. But hopefully, I think as Arizona, maybe this new offensive coordinator change, hopefully that helps them. And I think David Johnson, honestly, hopefully can go only up. Yeah,
2: I don't know if I agree with y'all. I don't know what you mean by performing well. Um I think he's been – David Johnson, not any fault of his own, has been pretty terribly inefficient this season. Um, I think it's not been a volume thing. Like, he's still getting the carries. He's still getting the snaps. Um, Obviously, like, yeah, 14 is not a ton of carries, but, you know, you got 22, 22, 18, 18, 14 uh, carry weeks. And um, without – short touchdowns right he really is really mediocre uh, even in the last few weeks so um i don't, I don't know that a new offensive coordinator is going to get it better because i don't know that a new offensive coordinator can make your you know quarterback not suck and your offensive line block better um we'll see though i it's been a lot of there have been a lot of disappointing first round pick running backs myself included right so Um, I hope for your sake that David Johnson can turn around. Um, I'm not as optimistic as you and Brian, though.
0: All right, David Johnson, plus or minus 12 points this week. I'm actually going to take the over this week.
1: Um, He's actually right around that at the average already. San Francisco's a bad team. I think Arizona can actually surprise and be competitive at home this week. I think he gets the over.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, Over on 12 this week against San Francisco. Uh, because San Francisco is a bad team. Um, And I will leave it at that.
1: All right. Uh, One Cardinal that I'm excited for, Larry Fitzgerald is on uh, Alvin and the Pig Tucks bench. Uh He's finally gotten in a healthy week of practice. He had a touchdown last week against San Francisco. I I think better things are ahead of Larry Legend. I, I think he'd be a good slot in into the starting lineup personally.
2: Yeah, and I think the new offensive coordinator, one of the quick things he does is he um starts to uh get this passing game going going short and efficient more um and i think that larry fitzgerald is you know just if if he's ten, seven yards away from you and josh Rosen chucks the ball at him it's gonna end up in larry's hands and i think they're gonna, <laughs> I think they're gonna go that way more and so I, I do think that larry would be a better i mean obviously over robbie anderson who's not gonna play um i would put larry fitzgerald in pretty confidently this week
0: yeah, I agree on that one. Um, especially if they're going to get the short game going. Larry Fitzgerald is perfect for that role. Um, let's move on to the next matchup Chubb, the, oh, no, Chubb for the dub uh, versus Diggs in the blanket. Chubb for the dub is two and five, and also so is Diggs.
1: Battle of the two and fives, boy. <laughs> Exciting matchup.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is the, uh, a pretty. I mean, every week we kind of say, like, everybody's kind of in the league still. This week, whoever loses. It might there, be yeah, the, yeah. This it's is the, the fight to, to stay
1: in relevance.
2: I mean, and, and really, three and five are not super relevant in a league full of five and twos <laughs> and five threes. But, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a big, big, quote-unquote, quote matchup for these two guys.
0: For sure. All right, let's look at some of their players. Um, on the Chubb for the dub team, we have Cam Newton, James Conner, Nick Chubb, Carlos Hyde, Demarius Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Diggs in the blanket has Russell Wilson, Saquon Barkley, Ken John Barner, Jarvis Landry, Stefan Diggs, and Sammy Watkins. <coughs> I think uh, Diggs and Blanket had some really
1: unfortunate uh, managerial
0: <laughs> mistakes. If I
1: saw that he subbed both of them out, I may not have voted for him. But uh, Kenyon Drake has uh, 22 solid points on the bench, as Will Fuller has 18 points in his sacrificial game against Miami. He's out for the season with the torn ACL. And they're all yeah. both on Diggs and Blanket's bench. Yeah. That's, a, that's an owie.
0: That's, that's <laughs> almost that's, 40 that's, points on his bench right there. Yeah, yeah I don't
1: think you like that could have played much worse. Catch- yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: um
2: Unlucky. who did I even say was gonna win this league? You
1: both uh, said, said Yunho and yeah. I said Steve because yeah, I thought he was gonna play them. Really glad
2: I said Yunho. Know, yeah, I don't I don't know what the thought was there. Um Kenyon Drake finally had a good week um where he was super efficient uh and came back and was again pretty efficient and um had a role everywhere in the game this week, and I, and I kind of expected that to happen. I'm, I'm, I was surprised to see him on bench. Kenyon Barner for New England, I don't...
1: I, yeah, don't, know,
0: like, I, I don't understand that pickup. I
1: mean, how, I how think you, the thought process is the ne- he's the next man up for Sony Michelle. but I think but at a certain
2: point... Him, yeah, yeah like, how do you trust him before you see... You know, like, yeah. he... He wasn't good last week against the Bears, and, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, it's the Bears, but our defense did not look good last week. Mm-hmm. Um and James White is really going to be the the beneficiary of the uh Sonny Michel injury. I don't I don't know that Kenyon Barnet gets 8 points this week.
0: Seven, Yeah. Seven, right yeah. like Diggs in the blanket also has um Aaron Jones sitting on his bench as well.
1: I think um uh, man I was Kenyon Drink was actually in the starting lineup when I was making my predictions. So I feel a little <laughs> bit duped here.
0: Um, <laughs> um but Kenyon Barnet I guess you need to get a get a lawyer for this man. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, I like it. Um, but um, <laughs> we kind of forgot about that. But um, I guess at the end of the day, this is this is the the legendary Bill Belichick team. At any point, you 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 could not know what running back is going to come out next, but I think this this season has been a lot more clear in terms of running backs. But who knows? Maybe they do decide to ride Ken John Barner, and obviously that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping for that. So, you know, we're in the same boat together, Steve. On the other yeah. side of the ball. Oh, yeah,
2: go for it, John. No, I, I just – I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I'm just confused. Yeah, Sorry. I think he gets <laughs> under eight Yeah, you're fine. Go.
0: All right. On the other side of the ball, we have James Connor uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers against Cleveland. Um, possibly his last game as um, the sole running back on the Pittsburgh Steelers if, after the week nine bye, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell comes back.
1: Uh, no one knows at this point. Uh, even uh, even uh, if yeah, Bell comes uh, back, it's, it's weird. I'm
2: selling Le'Veon Bell for a dollar, everybody. Just kidding. I, I feel like it's part of my struggle this season has just been I I can't let go of Le'Veon Bell yeah. because I so want him to come back. But, you know, week after week, it just feels like a wasted roster spot. Um, nobody knows what he's thinking, not even his friends know. Um, you know, I think as long as James Conner is playing your role with it, the dude's been a beast. Um, 210 yard two touchdown games back to back I don't know you know like they're coming off a bye week against a um, not so scary Cleveland team um, 24th against the run this year you know James Conner is gonna have a huge game Nick Chubb is gonna have a you know fine mediocre game Carlos Hyde is not gonna have a I would uh, I'd not say that oh. Carlos Hyde starting
1: yeah um, I'm a little worried about Carlos Hyde. But yeah. looking at his other options, um, I don't think he doesn't really have much of a choice. So, yeah, maybe it Devin might Funches? have to be Carlos Hyde. Devin Funches yeah. is against Baltimore, I, dude. I, I'm so worried really, about that. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, Devin Funches, I think, is probably the safer pick because no one knows what Carlos Hyde's role is going to be on this yeah. new team. What's
2: with everybody picking people? Like, I pick up people when I think they might have an expanded role. I don't start them the first week that they're – in a yeah, new role, you, though. You have
1: no you idea. You usually want to
0: it see it out. Well, you guys are also both not 2 and 5 teams that need to uh, take that risk. <laughs> I, think. I think that might be um, part of the reason. Um, I still wouldn't. I would still take other options, I agree, but that might kind of go into the, um, the decision-making process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the overall, man, though... Yeah. I-
2: I think it ends up being an easy win for, you know, if you know, all things said and done. Um, because I think the Connor Chubb uh, duo is Connor and Barkley I think are gonna wash each other up pretty well. Um Chubb I think is gonna is actually going to be better than Barner. And then and then you got Demarius Thomas who's been huge. I think you were just about to talk, yeah. talk about him. Yeah. Um, there
0: were there were some rumors that he might be traded him or Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but I think as of now I mean, he's he's still on, on the Broncos, at least for this week. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins put up 20.2 points. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree that, you know, is uh, favorable in this matchup. Brian, what do you think?
1: Well, I guess um, as the only um, ambassador for Diggs in the Blanket, and um, notwithstanding his benches, I think... Um, Hopefully his uh, wide receivers can carry the load. Obviously, Saquon Barkley ha- will have to come up huge in this spot as well. Um, Jarvis Landry is against a beatable Pittsburgh uh, uh, Pittsburgh defense. They have looked a lot better, especially in uh, pressuring the quarterback, which might be a problem for the kind of turnover-prone baker Mayfield. But I think Jarvis Landry could still uh, – I think he could uh, – uh, uh, I think he'll be fine. Stefan Diggs, oh, man. Yeah, that's He's worse. has been rough, too. And he's going to be—so the thing about the Minnesota receiving corps is that um, Stefan Diggs um, has still been getting the number one cornerback every single week because he's mostly dealing on the outside, yeah. while Thielen is mostly in the slot. And so he actually avoids the number one cornerback coverage. And in this case, Stefan Diggs will be against Lattimore. And um, and Lattimore is still really good. Obviously, the yeah. Saints just traded for Apple. Eli Apple, that doesn't really help too much, I feel. So I think Stefan Diggs is looking for another tough week, honestly. Yeah. And Sammy Watkins, I'm not a fan. So <laughs> oh all in yeah, all, I'm man, just, what's I'm supposed to help you this team. Steve. <laughs> I'm,
2: at Steve's team and I'm like, man, there are two receivers on that team that I honestly three that I've been betting on for the last three seasons. And finally this season I gave up on all of them. Stefan Diggs gave up on. I think he was on my team the last like three years. Uh, Sammy Watkins same thing um, and then Will Fuller uh, I actually didn't want to get again this year and now with the ACL tear you know like yeah I just I, I think Stefan Diggs and Sammy Watkins um, historically have not given us any reason for long term confidence they can have one big game um, I don't think that this week is that game for either of them.
1: Ooh actually I have one another bright spot for my team Diggs in the Blanket um, I think Jared Cook he could have an expanded role. Amari Cooper is out of the offense entirely now. He wasn't getting the most consistent targeting, but obviously he's still he's still presence there. And now to replace him, honestly, there's just an old uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, a druggie Martavis Bryant. I think Jerry Cook will start to get his numbers back up a little bit. So hopefully that could be a turning point in this mission.
2: Or match. they're just going to run the ball 40 times to Doug Martin.
1: I don't know. Jalen, I don't
2: know Richard, if I will. Jalen Rashard could get some added usage too in the in the past game. For
1: sure.
0: Yeah, but See. I think yeah, I agree. Uh Doug Martin was was named the 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 number one running back on that team. Um on, going back to Will Fuller out for the season, uh, what does that do to DeAndre Hopkins and possibly Kiki Kuti? Um, both
2: their values shoot up, I think. I think uh DeAndre Hopkins has been matchup proof, which means, you know, with any sort of viable receiver on the other side, which Kiki Kuti has been has proven himself to be, like he's he's just gonna get even more targets. Um he's gonna get more down the field work. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a beast the rest of the season and it'll be really sad if he's sitting on Unhill's team who couldn't, you know, pick up enough wins to um, to get into a playoff position, like position himself well for the playoffs. Um, but if James Conner stays in and is, you know, there's no Le'Veon Bell and DeAndre Hopkins is like going to get even better, um, this team could be scary going down the stretch um, if it finds its way into the playoffs somehow.
0: Yeah, I agree. And that's why uh, both of us have, Chubb for the dub winning this game, and Brian, unfortunately, has this in a blanket. Brian, I think you should just quit this prediction game and just stick to being a lawyer. Moving on to I'm the on. next game. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next game, we have T- uh, God Turley, the 4-3 team, versus the fiery chasm once it came, the 3-4 team. Uh, similar to my matchup, this is uh, a middle-of-the-pack matchup that will be very interesting to, to watch. Yeah, I hope Matt, I hope Matt like, listens to this or checks his lineup before... Uh,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt yeah. currently has a Tevin Coleman on bye, but obviously, and you know, he doesn't Antonio check his Browns lineup
2: until... ...against <laughs> the Browns uh, on his bench, so, you know.
1: Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Antonio Brown will probably find his race slotting back into the starting lineup, one has to hope.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully. And honestly,
2: Matt, if you do listen to this, um, I think Nelson Aguilar is... Set for a big week, um, and here's why. I think that uh, Carson Wentz has looked better. I think the Eagles' offense has started to look a little bit better. Um, and Carson Wentz loves throwing to Zach Ertz, and he loves throwing to Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey's blanketed by Jalen Ramsey all all Sunday. Um, I think it opens up doors for opportunity for Nelson Aguilar to have a good week. Um, and so, you know, if you're if you're looking for um, something like to, to kind of put you over the top and give you a chance, um, I think that I might put Nelson Aguilar in over Chris Godwin this week. Um, I'm not fully sold on that yet. Even Sterling Shepard came off a big week last week. Josh Norman on OBJ. Sterling Shepard kept another big week too. So I, I think that's
1: looking really good. Yeah.
2: I think Matt's got a lot of potential and it's all sitting on his bench. And he's got a lot of decisions to make about do I want to play Sterling Shepard? Do you want to play Nelson Aguilar? Obviously, I'm playing Antonio Brown. How's that fit with Brandon Cooks, Chris Godwin, etc.?
1: True that. And also, and also, you know, Jared Goff sitting on his bench as well. And even though Jacksonville's defense hasn't looked great, they're still good. And, yeah, Jared, um, you
2: know, Jared Goff for Carson Wentz for sure. With Carson Wentz against Jacksonville and Jared Goff against Green Bay. Yeah.
1: So I think, uh, yeah, the fiery chasm wins came could make a lot of solid movement this uh, over his lineup in the next couple of days. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think um, sitting Jared Goff, if you look at his past three games, 14.1, 6.2, and 16.2, even though they're getting the wins, um, Goff really isn't getting in the points uh, in fantasy. So that might be uh, one reason why Matt might want to sit him. Uh, but do you guys think against Green Bay that he's going to have a much better game, especially if it's going to be a shootout?
2: I'll take the over on, on like 19 on Jared Goff, I think, this week. And, you know, that's pretty bold because he's only had two nine, over-19-point weeks. He's got that five-touchdown performance against Minnesota um, and then, you know, a solid performance against the Chargers. Um, I do think that Goff is going to play pretty well this week. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Todd Gurley will also run all over Green Bay. But um, I don't know. I think some, something tells me that I would play golf over once.
1: I think another thing to take into account kind of is um, the Philadelphia versus Jacksonville is at uh, Wembley Stadium. In, oh, in, London. in London. In London. <laughs> and so uh, I, I think uh, that, that could be... London games tend to be kind of weird. And um, I could see... I could see... Um perhaps the Carson Wentz or the other teams may be a little jet lagged, a little out of it in a different continent. So maybe that could be a factor to consider as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's a there was an interesting stat I think um that I read somewhere. I think it was like twenty one one no twenty some points is the most any team has uh scored in London. Um, yeah, London games are weird. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of, I guess, it messes with everyone's schedule, their their rhythm. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, in that case, then Jared Goff might be uh, the better option than Carson Wentz. Yeah, uh, let's go. Or it go can ahead. make the yeah. Jacksonville yeah. defense. We, 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 totally we do, we do all have him winning this week, though. And as
2: I'm talking more and more about it, I feel like maybe I should have taken that risk and said Matt's gonna win, and then texted him and be like, "Hey, this should be a thing." <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, I I mean Todd Gurley's gonna have a big week. Drew Brees could have a, you know, you know, not not a quiet week, but a not thirty point week, more of a twenty point week. Uh, I Matt Breda Devonte Devante, Devante Adams against the Rams. Matt Breda,
0: you know, uh, I mean he, he, he's probably gonna bench Matt Both
2: downers suck, you know. Like, yeah, he's yeah, but gonna so bench. so does
0: Arizona. He's probably gonna. No, play I don't Mark. think
2: gonna I mean, even He's gonna play, play Mark Ingram against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I had to guess, I, I'm guessing Mark Ingram's gonna go in there. But he's got a good, op- a lot of good options on his bench too: Jeremiah Allison, uh, Trey Kenny Ponson, Galladay, Kenny Galladay. Yeah.
0: But Deshaun yeah,
1: Jackson, I'm high on the Deshaun Jackson train still. I think he's a solid receiver still. <laughs>
0: <has a> <laughs> no one's for on it, my yeah. boat.
1: <laughs> no one's on my boat, but I, I'm still a Deshaun Jackson fan.
2: And and they're doing weird stuff with him. They're they're getting him involved in the run game and and doing a lot yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. jet sweeps with him. And so
0: kind of more of a utility uh, player now. Yeah, I. So I mean, he does. All have, Deshaun Jackson
1: needs is one play. Yeah, he just he's, needs one he play. Has a
0: high ceiling, definitely, but his his floor is just so low. It feels like.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely play like Mark Ingram or Kenny Galladay over
2: uh, Deshaun yeah. Jacksons. The the reason that we all picked. Tim over Matt, does because Matt's running back suck. There's
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, some um, hot fire in the bad Sean McCoy is probably
2: not going to play. He might get you e zero to five points. <laughs> they should go back Basically.
1: to the fiery chasm. Ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Howard. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Howard uh, is, is such a bust looks, this year. Um, it feels terrible. like. Uh, yeah. But the Bears have been talking about using um, or uh, improving their run game. Um so Yeah, could... by,
2: by playing Tariq Cohen more and playing Jordan Howard less. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. It.
0: But if 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 it comes down to just like running through the gaps, um it's Tariq can't do that. He'll break. Um so if they decide to kinda expand their offense, which they do need, but they also don't because they've been scoring enough points, um, I'm kinda worried for Jordan Howard moving forward.
2: Yeah, I I, I think He's a bust. LaShawn McCoy is a bust. I, I never trusted LaShawn McCoy. I thought Jordan Howard was going to have a very good season. Yeah. And I've been very disappointed as a Bears fan um, to see him average like three yards a carry um, all season long for us. Uh,
1: but seeing Terry Cohen pop off, thats I'm loving it. I love watching oh, Terry Cohen yeah. play. He's, so, he's so just electric. way more
2: excited to play. But he's way more excited to play or to watch. But um, like Robin said, he's not a three-down back.
1: Dude, yeah for sure you can't handle five it
2: five foot five foot six and 180 pounds you know like yeah but but also imagine the dude is five foot six two inches shorter than i am and 40 pounds heavier than i am and probably has less <laughs> yeah than I am. so the so dude is just a ball of muscle yeah uh,
0: definitely yeah um yeah one thing i wanted to mention is we've been we started doing um in league side bets in our league um Last week, Brian and I had the Brandon Cooks uh, bet for 15 points, which I lost. Um, a bet I made with Tim this week, um, the Gotturli owner, is Todd Gurley, rest of season, gets less points than on Johnson and Mike Evans combined.
1: What, Ooh, you- what is this combined well, stuff? I, well, I, I, can't, well, I don't know how to combine this. One second.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um on Johnson and Mike Evans are both on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: so you think that Todd Gurley will get fewer points over the rest of the season?
0: Yeah, we those two. We actually life. went from week eight to week fifteen because uh, the Rams have a tendency. Sean McVay has a tendency to sit his starters in week sixteen if they are already set for playoffs.
2: Okay, see that was gonna push me in favor of you.
0: Yeah. Uh, now
2: I don't know. Carry on. Uh, let's see.
0: But one thing, um, I I guess I was being a little sneaky here. Uh, Todd Gurley still has a bye week.
1: Yeah, week twelve. I was just yeah. looking at that. And,
0: and and like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, Mike Evan, Mike Evans, and and uh, ann already had their bike bye weeks. Mm, their bike weeks. Bike weeks. Um,
1: <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous that Todd Gurley could like it could be reasonably logic that he could score more than two basically like top 15 at their position players yeah i think that's kind of ridiculous he's a good player he's, he's not bad
2: yeah i'll side with you robin i i think that carry and mike evans together mm-hmm. will score more overall points than todd Gurley the rest of the season it's a interesting yeah it's just interesting to think about i can't believe todd Gurley is averaging 27 points a game right now
0: yeah That's like
2: that's That's like how many points Matt gets a week.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh Oh, my! my. Oh, that hurt me a little
2: bit. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, you're not. (laughs) I'm not. Um, Okay. Yes. Okay. If I if I made a bet, Matt, whoever he starts at running back, for the rest of the for the he can have his flex position too. If he starts three running backs, all right. I think those three running backs, you add them up every every week for the rest of the year, will score fewer than
0: Todd Gurley does. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: Lord.
2: That's, right now, that I mean, seems right like now, a very hot
0: up. take, but it's, I, don't, I really don't think it but is. But it's
2: not. LeSean McCoy, yeah. Jordan Howard, Tov, Coleman will average fewer than 20 points altogether Man. for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, and Woo. he has nothing. No has running backs else. on his team. Yeah. He's yeah. got Paul Powell. Uh, Matt, I think uh, is the fire chasm is a, is a good target for a trade. Yeah, I think, no, because uh, he, he, he has the wide receivers, receivers to, to do it. Yeah,
2: I yeah. think so. Give me some Antonio Brown, bro. I'll send you a trade.
1: Well, actually, Tevin Coleman will be coming back after this week, and hes I think he's solid. He's a good player.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I think Jordan Howard's usage is going to go down.
0: Oh, I, I don't, don't think so. I think rest of the season, Jordan Howard – does better second half of the season.
1: Yeah, I hope so. As Bears, uh, yeah. I, I can't see it like changing that much. But I think Jordan Howard, honestly, I feel like he's kind of a touchdown dependent backer at this point. Like if the Bears manage to find themselves at like the two yard line, they're going to use Jordan Howard inevitably. And so you know, I think he, he's a he's a touchdown bet for the rest of the season. Yeah, for, in if my somebody, opinion,
2: if somebody does want to take that bet, whoever. You know, barring oh. a trade, barring a trade. Uh-huh. Okay, So here, here, here are the conditions barring a trade and not counting week 16, 17 and the bye week. So weeks eight through 11 and then 13 through 15,
0: oh, whichever, not including the bye week
2: that including bye. whichever running backs, Matt starts for those weeks, all that added up the sum of those. Will be less than the sum. Of the <laughs> well, I mean,
1: now you're like heavily skewing the bet towards Todd Gurley. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like every single week Todd Gurley doesn't play, I think he'll outscore the fiery cast. Well, <laughs> I
2: think that's pretty fair to say. Todd Gurley, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm playing, I'm
1: playing. Yeah, that's, right.
2: But whoever Matt starts so like at running back, whether that's two running backs or three, I will take that.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even have two <laughs> <laughs> running backs.
2: <laughs> Even if you start with Sean McCoy, Jordan Howard, and Tim Coleman, they will score less than in the sum of over the season. Uh, Todd Gurley will, which is all right. Sad. Let's
1: write that bet down, and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, what's the what's wager,
2: Jonathan? What's the wager? I need somebody to take me up on it. You know, so oh,
1: yeah.
2: if somebody wants to. That bet stands for uh, Sunday this week.
0: All right. So they we have that bet going. Um, we also have me and Tim's. Um, An eighth round pick, so these are all you know, gentlemen's agreements. Uh, We don't have to bring any lawyers into this, Uh, so let's keep it civil, let's keep it friendly, um, and let's make it fun. Another, um, uh, another bet that you know put up that nobody has taken yet is that um, his team Chubb for the dub outscores uh, Mm digs in a blanket, which I mean, we agree with, except for. Uh, Brian,
1: <laughs> I think I might be having some buyer's remorse as well here, but um, yeah,
0: hey, you might you you could take that um, take that bet, and if digs in a blanket does win, then you can win that prediction plus eight dollars in fab. So,
1: Ooh. I'm doing pretty well in my free agent budget. I think I'll I think I'll take my loss as it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I don't, I agreed with you, know,
0: so I can't take that bet. I don't know. Yeah, I was I trying it. to, I was trying to think of a way for me to split that $8 with him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, um, yeah. yeah, we have, I have uh, got totally winning this matchup and so do you guys, right?
1: I'm pretty sure so do we all. Yeah, yeah we, we all, all have it. it. And I think, you know, it just, yeah, it comes back to, Todd Gurley on the team. George Kittle's been really great. Devontae Adams is looking amazing as well. And so I think in the end, these stars just are enough to pull them through on their own.
2: Some scary teams in our league right now. And, uh, and
0: Matt is not one of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lordy, Lord. Hey,
0: hey, no, I talked to Matt yesterday, and he said he has not listened to a podcast yet. So screw that guy. His team sucks. I hope everyone on his team gets injured. Um, I will also say that
2: uh, Robin and I have the exact same predictions this week. And the only difference between us is the Yunho-Steve matchup. So um, it could be a pretty boring week. when it, when it, Well, Robin um, and whoever, Yunho and I, all have the exact same predictions. So it could be a pretty boring week when it comes to predictions. but
1: I want to I wanna match you guys, too. Is it too late to switch right <laughs> in? Okay, to be fair, I made my predictions on Monday night, even
0: before. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I did it Thursday right before Thursday. Game. Uh, no, I, no, that's my fault. I should have looked at it again before Thursday came up. Oh, well. Um, Brian, yeah. then do you want to make a bet this week on either a player or a NFL team that could uh, possibly get you um, – even with one of us, uh, you can bet a prediction.
1: Oh, that's true. I think I might have to do that to uh, not lose this week. Yeah. Um, Let's see. <clears throat> At least tie it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but nothing's coming to mind, so we'll keep in contact about that.
0: All right. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll throw one out. Emmanuel Sanders... Or Demarius Thomas, um, who's gonna have a better game this week?
1: Oh man, yeah, I definitely Emmanuel feel like Sanders. it's
0: yeah, Sandy Manny Sandy. Yeah, I can't, I can't this <laughs> 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 I guess that, wasn't, <laughs> that I was it. one else is gonna take Demarius
2: Thomas over him. Come on, yeah.
0: all, right, all right, how about this? In in um, possibly,
1: wait, 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 yeah. let me let me try this. Let me try this. Okay. Who has a uh, Demarius Thomas right now?
0: Uh okay. for the dub. All right. Oh okay. Dub.
1: How about this then? I say Emmanuel Sanders does not outscore Demaris Thomas by let's see oh, five points. I, I think five point range. Five points? Yeah, I think they'll be within five points.
0: Jonah, you want to take that bet? Um, no, I don't want to take that bet. Do I take that bet (laughs) just to make it fun, or... (laughs) Man, to make this competitive. Man, Joni, you didn't take a bet last week, man. I was was sweating. I'll
2: make you a bet on, on, like, Nelson Aguilar. Who do you think is going to be better, Nelson Aguilar
0: or Alshon Jeffrey this week? Oh, um, that's a... I'll go Aguilar. Oh, oh,
1: wait, 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 wait. You were saying, um... Chris Godwin or Nelson Aguilar, right?
0: Yeah. I'll
1: take Chris Godwin on that. Are you going to take Nelson? Oh, really?
0: Brian, I have a $5 fab bet on the on our side bet sheet. Oh, for real? Yeah. So you want to make a prediction instead? Wait, who are you I'm going Aguilar over Godwin. Ooh. All right.
1: I'll bet a prediction. I need to get a prediction back. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan, are, are you down for the prediction
2: bet? Well, I thought you and Robin are making this bet.
1: Oh no, we, oh, can, wait, we can
2: both lose a prediction. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 all doing it.
0: No,
2: we're all doing it. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just think about this.
0: If Brian loses, yeah, then I lose two predictions. Anyway. Yeah, I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking you down with me, Jonathan. That's why. I don't no, know. I'll I'll take I'll take free agent money. Oh, you take the free right. agent money. Or I'll take p- a, I'll take a tenth round pick next year.
1: Whatever, <laughs> <bad>. that's <a> <laughs> huge. <laughs> the that's my Marlon Mack pick. 12th Mac round pick. Right, I'm doing prediction. I need to win the predictions this week. All right, I just want something useful out of his out of his bets. You know, I'm. I'm decon-
2: <laughs> here. I'm not not making bets for nothing.
0: We're, we're making bets for entertainment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um,
1: uh, so you guys are
2: going Godwin Godwin Agalor for a prediction?
1: Yeah, Brian, I'll do that. All right, we're all doing it. We're we're doing a. Oh, no, I'm, a not. Caster, <laughs> I'm no, not. We're host wide. We're doing a host wide prediction. <laughs> you're in it, owners. Hey, let's just, wrap this podcast.
2: If you don't, don't, make, want this, if you don't I'll I'll make this
0: prediction, I'll out. take I'll
2: take I'll take six dollars of free agent money.
0: Oh. No, we gotta we gotta do it. All right, let's do this then.
2: So if Brian loses, it's gotta be doubly bad for him. If he's gonna get two predictions out of it, that's silly. This is yeah,
0: this two makes two predictions. This is too uh, safe of a floor for you, uh, in terms of our predictions. So you have to make a prediction bet right now. How about that? And either of us be- can take it. Yeah
2: um what the i i said the <laughs> nelson agler one and you guys took that from me oh then uh, you have to
0: take it on prediction uh, I, right, i'll take the
2: nelson agler chris godwin on on a prediction and then you can figure out a new prediction No,
0: yeah, we're all in
1: this together okay no, that doesn't like make sense
2: adding a third person on a prediction bet just doesn't make sense wait
0: why not i'll just lose two predictions we're counting the predictions because, for the whole year are we not yeah, we are. I thought it was just week. Oh, no, no, no. We are doing uh, rest of the season, or whole oh. year. So if I lose, okay, I'll fine. have two predictions. Okay, fine,
2: fine, yeah. fine, 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 fine. Yeah, let's go. I thought we were just talking about the week, and then I was like, well, if Brian loses to just Robin, he's going to lose anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't no, gain no, anything
1: no,
0: no. Okay, great.
1: Yeah, fine. we're counting season-wide, and I'll take two off of mine. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a bold one. But you get – does that mean – Oh, you he get gets two if, if he wins. You don't gain yeah, I get two, from,
2: We lose. He gets one from me and one from you. So we lose one. I could one
0: possibly week. get
1: six out of five, correct, this week. Let's
0: go. Oh, oh, seven no, no, no. You seven out of five. You don't gain one.
2: You've already counted Steve <laughs> as a loss for you. You're like, I could possibly yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> he
1: hasn't lost yet. I'm going to say seven out
0: of five. Wait, just real quick, going on the predictions, you don't gain one for winning the bet. You just don't lose one. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. That's what I think. That's how we did it last week. All right. Um, yeah. So last week we had I, I I me and Brian tied in that prediction um, for the week, but we played rock paper scissors and I lost. So um, that's why I had I had to say my fun word. I I hit it four times so far. I'm trying to extend the podcast so I can say it one more time, but we're running out of time. <laughs> all, all right. right
1: well just shout it out one last time let's go and
2: then send it Dude, that that is a way easier thing to do for losing predictions than making a full video
0: oh yeah for sure but we In changed i i didn't uh oh i agree but brian suggested it so i just went with it wow I mean, because you didn't like
1: technically lose you know what i'm saying yeah lost that was one.
0: another all yeah, right but, <laughs> but yeah when you actually lose you're gonna do a video i guess so oh man <laughs> That'll be, that'll be fun. We still have Jonathan's video coming out. Um, hopefully, yeah, yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get that. Um, that should be a fun video to watch. I think Brian and I might uh, get on it as well, just to make it more fun. Um, <laughs> we have oh stickers. Um, I'm in the process of making stickers for our our podcast, so. Um, all those empty promises that I made, um, those those will be fulfilled. But so far, no one um, who submitted their predictions or any of us have made um, five correct. So that's interesting to see if anyone or when someone will uh, get all five matchups correct. I think this might be the week for it. Yeah, I think three of us
2: might get all five correct this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Why not four of us? <laughs> sorry
0: guy <laughs> sorry dude
1: alright alright
0: all right. Um, any any other things that you guys want to mention before we close out go Bills oh my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> nah we all good go all right. catch Have tomorrow I know we don't, I don't, I know we don't do college football but we got some
0: big college football coming up in the morning so Go cats! Yeah, I, I I don't watch college football, but I heard it, this season has been pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty fun.
0: Um, Illinois sucks though, so both of you, sorry. Yeah. It is, Go it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All um, right. Yeah, so that that's it for us on this episode of the podcast. Upcoming um, podcast will also. Um, add another episode per week. Hopefully, um, we'll try to get some of our other league mates in. Uh, get some trash talking. Get some um, some more insight into our league and players. Um, because obviously, we're not experts. Um, I'm just you know a working man. Jonathan's a teacher. Brian's studying to be a lawyer. Uh, so. <laughs> <we're just laughs> So this isn't our professional jobs, <laughs> and we make mistakes. So we'll try to get <laughs> some of our our, um, our our league mates to g- give their insight, and probably some some trash talking, and uh, maybe we'll get Matthew on this podcast so he can duke it out with Jonathan this week. <laughs> yeah, if you plot the win, then you can talk a lot of trash. <laughs> All right, so that's it for us on this podcast. Hope you guys have a good week of football. Uh, good week of fantasy, enjoy the games, and good luck, and get yourself a juice box. Let's go, caps. See ya.
2: I'm just thirsty.